hard to find your IBS food triggers. Even when you've eliminated FODMAPs and identified a trigger during the reintroduction phase, it can be difficult to work out what that means for day-to-day -day life. Can you ever eat that food again? That's exactly what I'll cover in this episode of The Inside Knowledge. This episode is part of a mini-series where I cover each of the FODMAPs in turn, so you can either listen to them all or just the one that's most suited to you. You'll learn in each episode what foods fall into each FODMAP category, how to tackle the rest of that category once a food reaction has been identified, and when should you retest, and how to proceed day to day. Welcome to episode 29 of this mini-series about FODMAP reintroduction challenges. This episode is about fructans. This is quite a complicated category because there is a lot of different foods in it. Fructans are a chain of fructose molecules stuck together. So it includes fructooligosaccharides and then really long chains of fructose which are known as inulins. Fructan-high FODMAP foods include onions, garlic, grains like wheat and spelt, as well as vegetables such as cabbage, Brussels sprouts and also some fruits like grapefruit. So it's quite a broad category. The reason it's a little bit more complicated is that we need to test all of those different categories separately. So we test onions as one challenge, we test garlic separately as another challenge, then we test fruct and high vegetables, and then we test grains. And by doing that, you really get a sense of what types of fructan may be your issue if you've had a reaction. So just because you've had a reaction to onions does not necessarily mean that garlic will also be a problem for you. I often find with my gut reset clients that actually onions and garlic, they expect to be one of the things they react to the most, but it's not always the case. And sometimes it's one and not the other, and you can happily eat garlic or onions, but not both or not on the same day. So let's get into a little bit about how these fructan affect your digestion and what foods you need to monitor. Like goss, fructans are not digested in the small intestine and they pass to the large intestine where they're fermented by gut bacteria. Humans don't really have the enzymes to break down the chains of fructose into individual sugar units so they can be absorbed and so normally humans can only digest around 5 to 15% of fructans that we eat. This means there is more available substrates for the gut bacteria to enjoy. So the gas produced by bacteria in your large intestine can cause distension, that's like bloating, and the sensitivity in people with IBS. So some foods that are high in fructan will create a normal amount of gas in healthy people, but because your digestion may be more sensitive, you might be experiencing more gas or you might notice this gas and receive more messages about it being painful. One of the first challenges that people are keen to do often is onions and garlic and this is because it does make cooking so much easier so whether you enjoy Italian food stir fries from Southeast Asian flavors or Indian like all of these flavors often start with a bit of onion and garlic so having these back in your diet can make a real difference to your enjoyment of food and flavors 
Whilst you're in the restriction phase, there is no real good safe level for onions and garlic and you do need to eliminate them completely from your diet whilst you're restricting FODMAPs. But if you, for example, have had a reaction to onions, there may be a way that you can include little bits of onion in small amounts. So for example, can you eat products that have onion powder in them? Like sometimes in sausages or ready meals, they may contain onion flavoring. Are you able to eat that? So it's always good to try the next level down, which is a small taste of onion compared to eating you know, half an onion. So always try to assess whether your tolerance can be increased by starting at a lower level than the level that you had a reaction to. So what I mean by that is if you had a reaction on day two to your onion reintroduction challenge where you're eating about half a small onion cooked, then what you may do is just decide to have a smaller amount of onion on day one and maintain that level every other day, for example. So there's sometimes a way you can include small amounts of these foods staying at your lowest level before you hit an intolerance reaction. The same kind of thing applies to garlic, like maybe you can include products that have garlic flavouring in them, garlic powder, and they would be okay. Whereas if you're eating like a whole clove of garlic, that's going to be more challenging, depending on what your reaction was when you did the challenge. Now with grains, we've got wheat-based pasta and bread is the key kind of carbs that people are keen to bring back in. With wheat-based pasta, you can have up to about 100 grams on a low FODMAP portion anyway. So what you wanna do is just gradually increase that and see how much wheat you can tolerate. But do be aware of FODMAP stacking. So if your challenge went well and you got on well with wheat, it doesn't mean that you should eat wheat-based carbohydrate meals three times a day. So having cereal for breakfast, sandwich for lunch, pasta for dinner, that might be too much fructan in one day. However, if you break it down a little bit and have just a sandwich once every other day, that's probably going to be okay. So it just allows your gut bacteria to slowly get used to eating these foods again because as I said, they're rapidly fermented by your gut bacteria and it can just overwhelm them if you're putting a lot in every day. Then the last type of fructan that you want to experiment a little bit with is the types of fruits and vegetables that are high in fructan which include savoy cabbage, um, grapefruit and also dried fruit like raisins but brussels sprouts is the other vegetable. So if you've had a reaction to one of these as I've said in the other mini series just go back and try with another type of high fructan food. So maybe if you had a problem with Brussels sprouts or cabbage, you are actually going to be okay with grapefruit. Of course, grapefruit is quite citrusy and some people it gives them a little bit of heartburn or acid indigestion. So you need to work out which the right foods are for you and whether there's something else in those foods that is also adding to your digestive symptoms. But the main point here is really, if onions have been a problem for you, for example, it doesn't necessarily mean that you won't be able to eat all of those other foods that are high fructan. So let's just go through a few of them. Brussels sprouts, you want to stay at a low portion is less than three. Um, cabbage, you can have quite a good portion of it. So it's 55 grams of savoy cabbage or 150 grams of red cabbage, which is a big portion to have in one meal. Other foods that are high in fructan are courgettes. So if you're staying low FODMAP, you want to stay under 75 grams. 
Mons 2, they're also high in mannitol, as if you would have heard the mannitol mini episode. Okra, you can have eight little okra pieces, and that's about 90 grams, that's also low FODMAP. Grapefruit, up to 100 grams, but grapefruit is quite a big, juicy fruit, and actually that doesn't equate to much of a grapefruit. But if you enjoy it, you can have up to 100 grams. Raisins, it's not much, just a tiny handful, like 18 grams. And then we're on to some of the other wheat or like other grains where you really need to be quite careful. So for example, rye bread is like 40 grams, which is not very much. Couscous, just 50 grams. So as long as you're staying within these numbers that I've mentioned, it would be a low FODMAP portion. And I really encourage you to eat those foods in a low FODMAP way whilst you're on a restrictive phase, or even if you have reacted to one of the high fructan foods in your challenge. So because there's a lot of different foods in this category, you need to be quite aware of stacking FODMAPs in one meal. So to stay low FODMAP for fructans, just stay within these portions that I've mentioned. However, if you, for example, had a portion of cabbage and then a slice of bread, it could just tip into a high FODMAP meal. Most people in the Western diet eat between one and 15 grams of fructan per day, which is normally from wheat. It's one of our biggest sources of fiber. Listen to the rest of this mini series about FODMAP reintroduction challenges and what to do if you've had a reaction during your reintroduction process to make sure that you understand all all the different FODMAPs and how they might affect your digestion so that you can improve your gut health and hopefully get back to eating a broader diet again. That is always one of my goals for my gut reset clients, that I want you to be able to eat more food and enjoy eating again. So I hope this has given you a few tips and ways to expand your diet even if you've had a reaction to fructan.